Welcome to the Escapist Corner. This is a podcast where we talk about lifestyle, sport, and entrepreneurship. We hope this can give you some inspiration to your daily life and also make you some good ideas um, based on where you are in your life. We're going to talk to uh, successful businessmen, coaches, sportsmen, athletes, doctors, what have you. Uh, please feel free to uh, look at our homepage, escapistcorner.com. There you find the, the links to Instagram and Facebook. Happy listening! In this second episode of the Escapist Corner, we met uh, Marco Casali, which is the fittest guy in Latin America. He's the father of three and comes from an entrepreneurial family. Um, this conversation surprised me how calming it was to hear this guy talk and how funny it was. Um, he has seen a lot, he's done a lot, and the guy just thinks of experience. So, uh, in an <laughs> inspiring way. Um, yeah, Marco lets us know uh, what it takes to be a professional athlete, what you have to uh, sacrifice and what not. He has opened up uh, his own box now recently and tell us, uh, tells us the balance between work and life and training and how hard that is. Um, he's also looking into a new venture together with a, a famous doctor in Chile. And um, it's going to be an interesting future for this guy. One quote from Marco is that success stands in the way for happiness. Yeah. Um, and now to Marco. So, welcome to the Escapist Podcast, or Escapist Corner, I think, is our name. And um, today we have a very special guest, um, all the way from the other side of the Earth globe, um, Marco Casali. And um, yeah, we're welcome, very happy. Marco. Yeah, we're very happy to have you uh, have you on the podcast. Um, yeah, we we how did it, how did we come in contact with Marco, or wh why why is Marco on the podcast? Uh, well, the big announcement is like Marco is second place at the 2016 CrossFit Games. Uh, does a Masters 50 54 division, and doesn't get any bigger than this. Just one step further away. Exactly. Best you, Latin you American could, athlete you, of the games. Exactly. You can right? say Marco is the fittest. Latin, Latin American. American guy in the world. So <laughs> <laughs> you can say that. Yeah. So, so he, um, yeah, he's the rich throning of Latin America. That's it. Okay. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, Marco, uh, tell tell us uh, how is it to to uh, be a be a top athlete at the games. Yeah, how do you get there? Well, That's a whole story. You know what? Um, uh, last year was uh, was um, was kind of uh, the beginning of uh, of a new life for me because, like, I quit. I had a little job in a Ducati distributor. You know, my motorcycles are my second passion. So uh, I kind of, you know, I kind of went over the limit with motorbikes, and I said to myself, "Well, this is it." enough motorbikes let's get back to what i like what i really like to do so i went back to uh to my box full time uh my box was uh crossfit atacama which uh, was we started uh back in uh, in 2010 and then uh, as i told you uh i took this little break of it uh, mostly because I wanted to try something else, and uh, I was working full time at, at the at my box before that, and I decided to go to the games because I was turning from 49 to 50, so it was gonna was gonna be my first year. So I tried to give it. Yeah, I said oh, I want to try, and I had a friend, which is uh, Rodrigo Dominguez, that trains with me. He's my client, and then today is my more more than more than my friend. He's 60, and he went to the games with me, too. He, he told me, okay, this is the time. 
Yeah, Dominguez. He was yeah. ninth of the yeah. plus sixty. Yeah. Uh, so we we started. We, I, I start with Comtrain doing the Comtrain, uh, the, the full program, the program, the, the open one, that the one that you don't pay for it. And it was pretty hard because it was for like for like twenty twenty years old guys. I mean, mm-hmm. for the for the open category. So I went and I went on, uh, and a guy from the states uh, called. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember the name now. A very nice, very good master. He told me do this, and you'll get there. So I'll try. I'll do it, and you know what? I, I, I ended up going to the games because of uh, of I was having fun. I didn't really like realize what I did until until I came back to Chile and and I did the games. I did. The, I mean, I did the open. I did the quali. I finished second in the quali. I got to the games. And I was the, the 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 enigma, as Tony Marquez was saying in the at the the at the, at the programs from the games. Yeah, so the update show, and uh, well, the enigma start pretty bad because of the first the first uh, event. Uh, I I kind of you know uh, burned out on the rope climb, and I didn't finish it. And I was pretty disappointed, but I knew after that it was it was going to be my fuel to go ahead and and do well. So after that one, I got 18 in that event. We were 20, so it was pretty bad. And then uh, at, the, at the second event, which is, we was like, uh, adios amigos, I got second. And then I, I got back to business there and, and start, you know, doing it better because, uh, you know, I really wanted to do something else. I was there, was the, was the time to do it. So uh, if, you, if you ask me again or taking your question back again, uh, I think I, I got to the games because of my passion for training, not because of my passion for winning. Because I like to train, I like to work out, and I like to be in, in the you know in good shape. You know, I like to enjoy what I do. You know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't wanted to win anything. I just wanted to have fun, you know, and and and, and train. But there's one point in your. Uh, what you were saying, I, I decided to go to the games, and that's pretty much uh, <laughs> nobody decides to go to the games. It's a pretty tough road to get there. You with, you had to, at the Kama CrossFit for 2010, so it's a lot yeah. of many years doing CrossFit, knowing what the games is. You don't decide one day or another and say, hey, you know what? I want to go to the games. I'm going to try it. <laughs> what's, what's the path, the background before doing that? Because you have to yeah, have a base, well, right? You don't just decide, of, yeah. okay, one year, I'm going to trip first of all, First of all, uh, I, when it happens to me, I have decided a few things in my life, like really seriously. And when I decide, oh shit, the the connection. And when I decide something, I I always do it, you know. <laughs> but this is like the fourth time I decide I want to do this. Okay. First was like, you know, I, I'm gonna get married, then I want to have a kid, and then this was like kind of the fourth decision in my life, really important. So. I knew I was gonna make it because the the year before, uh, I always I almost did it and I did everything right to get there. So so you know I was gonna get there. Of course I got my background. Of course I did all the sports you can imagine. Less ice skating because here we don't have. I I, I, I could have done much. it, but you know we don't have any ice skating here. You know I did I did roller roller skate hockey though. You know, and uh, I, I, you know, the last years of my life before uh, CrossFit was Ashtanga Yoga. Ashtanga Yoga is a pretty amazing uh, discipline, very hard, very tough. You know, uh, first and second series of Ashtanga Yoga, are, I mean, it took me like almost 10 years. There are six series in the Ashtanga Yoga system. So uh, I had the, the mental stamina to go on and, and pursue, you know, what I was thinking to do. So uh of of course there is there is a whole bunch of people behind me like my wife my kids friends and uh, and another friends that you know gave me gave me a lot of, a lot of support not not just not just like emotional support but real support like okay i can you know i can get you the key tickets don't worry you just keep going and stuff like that so everything came together to make me make me you know get where I, where i got perfect that's uh, yeah. I mean, uh, to be determined is usually it sounds easy, uh, but very few take the plunge and say, "Okay, I'm I'm gonna do it," and really, yeah. really put that decision into your body. You say, "Okay, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that." People do it every day, but 
uh, without meaning it. But when you like make this kind of decision, I think it's uh, like what people can relate to is that when you make the decision to, for example, really take, uh, usually it happens when people are in some kind of crisis situation where where yeah. somebody yeah. died or somebody got very yeah, ill big and, push. and and it's like okay you know what i'm gonna take take care of my life now i'm gonna take care of my nutrition yeah just i'm gonna go down and wait i'm gonna quit smoking i don't know that's it's uh, uh, these kind of very easy decisions yeah, yeah. On, on the paper, but very yeah. hard to really very internalize tough. and to keep keep the, that going. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm so, sort of curious to know. I mean, um, so you're you're born in Chile, uh, Santiago, yeah. right? Yes. Um, so how how was it, how was your uh how was like your childhood uh did you do sports as a kid i i assume you did <laughs> well my childhood was uh was pretty was pretty fun because i had a i had a rich rich father so <laughs> so <laughs> after after a while we as a as well it, it changes it changed after after like i was like 25 or something but anyway uh you know, I didn't. I, I always liked sports and play, but you know, I had a motorbike at seven years old. So when everybody was like biking and doing bicycle, I was doing. I was going around with my bike, you know, going to the hills and stuff like that. But you know, I, I was once. My dad took me to water ski to a place in, uh, in Viña del Mar, and we were there, sat at the beach, waiting for our turn, and and a huge, I mean, amazing guy came with a whole bunch of stuff, skis and. And you know, gear for the for the for the for the motorboat, and I saw that guy, and I and I, I told to my dad, I want to be like that. And my dad was, come on, come on, you're not gonna get there. He's a kind of monster, man. I mean, that's too much. Why why do you want to be like that? You should be a you, you should be a business guy or an engineer or something. No, 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 I just want to be like that. And you know, it was I was like like 11 years old, and since there and on, I started like doing lots of stuff like. You know, in 80, 81, when nobody was running in the streets in Chile, I was running, at, you know, before I go to school and stuff like that. And I had a little gym in my grandma's small, uh, house, which uh, used to live by us because we're Italian family, so we all live together. <laughs> and I used to have my gym there and I did pull-ups and I did bench presses. And then I went, uh, we, we lived by a golf course, so I, I went to run to the golf course and I was I was kind of training the whole time, you know, but uh, that that's why that's why also you, the, the 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 question before uh, I always like to train, but I was training a lot and sometimes I it didn't make any sense to train a lot for what for looking good. I don't I don't care looking that good, you know. I wanted to do something. I wanted to play. So after forty years, when then this CrossFit came on. You know, everything started making sense, back making sense again. Like, yeah. I mean, I was and getting you, fit. I was looking good, dots, but... Looking backwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was doing that the whole time. I wanted to do that. I wanted to compete. and to. I wanted to prove myself against somebody else doing workouts. You know, not just not playing soccer or playing uh, tennis or playing squash or whatever, you know. A little yeah. bit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a, a small question that I wanted to ask, and this goes through also related to uh, you as a box owner. Uh, and my question goes through, how different is competitive CrossFit to fitness CrossFit? Uh, that's well, one. And the other one is that when you make the change, would you decide to make a change and say, okay, I'm going to go from fitness CrossFit, this is the thing I do, I enjoy, I do it every day, and I have a box, yeah. and I have a lot of clients, and, everything, and go competitive CrossFit, What's the biggest change? What's the biggest challenge to go there? I mean, there are two. So there are two different opposite things. I mean, we I, we have a, we had a, you know maybe Bielsa, the the, the yeah. Argentinian guy. I once once I, he, I I heard him saying to to his uh, soccer players, "Okay, guys, you gotta understand that uh, successful success is against happiness." Yeah. You know, you're never going to have, you're gonna, never going to be happy if you're successful. So 
you're here to, you know, break your balls, train, be the best. And after a while, you're going to be able to, you know, to enjoy all your money, all the things that are going to make you happy. But for now, if you want to, if you want to win, you want to be a, a good athlete, you got to break your balls and you got to break your back and keep going. You're not going to be happy doing this. So when you, when you get it, you become a hot, you become happy and you see all your, uh, your, uh, what you have gotten and everything. But it's so different because regular CrossFit or for, for fun or for health, it's happening. It's in itself. You go, you have a, you have a nice time. You meet your friends. You do a little bowling here, a little bowling there. You lift, you miss. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. You go home you see your wife. You go out for dinner. You take a beer. You know, you, yeah. you, you spend, you went, you, you go to weekend, you go surfing, you go to on your motorbike, you know, all, all kinds of shit. But you know, if you're competing, forget about it, man. You just, <laughs> if you have a bad day, you have to eat it. You know, you have to come back home, eat, go to bed, you know, and you're pissed. You can't have a beer. So you have next to day, ba- back in the green next day. Yeah. Tomorrow morning you got to train, you know, first, first session and the afternoon, second session. So forget about it. I mean, if you're serious about this, you know, uh, competing is, it's another world. I mean, so much, so it's not nothing to do with it. But then, so okay, I, I completely, I completely agree with it. I used to play, uh, rugby, uh, for many times yeah. years in Chile. It's the same thing. You wake up 6am in the morning to train before the office, especially in Chile where you yeah. have this image of professional athletes you got you got professional you're a professional athlete because you couldn't afford to do anything else you're not a lawyer absolutely so absolutely it's kind of a, uh, and no you're no that guy is lazy and hey come on he's the guy any athlete i know is busting his ass his ass balls every day more than any other guy a lawyer or engineer or anything so or yeah. as much i'm not gonna say less or more but so what do you do how you manage your day what's your daily routine then uh because you have to train before work because you're not, yeah. paid, you're not a paid athlete, right? Absolutely, absolutely not. Sponsor here, they give you stuff, but you know you can live out of stuff. I got three kids here, you know. I got to pay for universities, health, whatever. I mean, I mean gas for the car. Yeah, it's so it's so much different. When I was in the states for the before the games, and I met people. I mean, masters. Some of the masters are like sponsored by Reebok, and they. They they pay them, you know, more than stupid, you know, shoes and, and, and T-shirts and stupid things like that. Like, you know, like, I mean, I mean, you're it's not nice, going to leave out of. It's nice, but it doesn't uh, yeah, pay the bills. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it doesn't make life. I mean, no, exactly. I have three kids, you know, and it's, it's so different. So I start out like in the morning. I went to I go to the box. Now I open my own box. So this open has been pretty tough for me. Lots of nervous system, pretty breakdown nervous system because of being, you know, you know what is opening a box. And in Chile, if if in Germany it's difficult, in Chile it's ten times that difficult. You know that. You know, down here happened. Everything happened as a like 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 a delivery, like a <laughs> you're delivering a baby. I mean, everything is like that. You you want to get some sort of stuff? Okay, you got to bring it from China. You have problems at the customs. You want to do whatever, you know, it's, everything is difficult. It's difficult. It's amazing. So I've been coming up with this new box, El Camino. It's not Atacama anymore on my own, no partners. So everything is like on me. Sometimes I get to the box and, I, and I'm training. I want to train at 8 in the morning and I start training at 9.30 because I come in and that's, I got to, you know, I want to clean that up or, or somebody else come to me. And what we do tomorrow or what we do, there is no... There's no, I don't know, uh, water for the, you know, for the clients or there's no uh, paper, paper towel, you know, uh-huh. I mean, toilet, pa- toilet paper. So stuff like that. So it's pretty yeah. difficult. So I train in the morning, then I do class, then I do class again at midday and come back home, rest a little bit, train and then do more classes at the afternoon. And I regularly finish like at nine at night. Yeah, I think we can we can personally relate to that fact of uh, opening the box and saying, once uh, you see, you picture yourself, okay, I'm going to be able to train uh, much more. And then yeah. you realize, uh, and we, we were discussing this because today we did 17.4. Uh, yeah. And we were comparing to last year performance. Uh, and yeah. we were saying, hey, I, I'm way less trained than I was a year ago. And now I own yeah. a box. I live in a box. I spend here 14 yes. hours a day or more. 
And yeah. I'm not as fit oh. as I was a year ago when I was just doing fitness CrossFit for fun four times a week, an hour a day. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of a, yeah, because exactly what you say, you come here, okay, when I work out, oh, I have to answer an email, oh, I have to go to a supermarket yeah. and buy, yeah, toilet paper, or, ah, oh, the window yeah. is dirty, or, ah, oh, yeah, the paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we were touching this and when you do this kind of, I think it, in any case as an entrepreneur, you have to have at least some certain, uh, I mean, uh, emotional backup also, the commitment from family and everything around yeah. you. And, and uh, what I was thinking... Uh, I mean, you did. Uh, you had your first box there with partners, but did you have any kind of um, entrepreneurial uh, efforts before going into the yes. CrossFit world? Yeah, no, I did. I did a yoga studio back in uh, 2004, and my wife still runs it. Okay, she she runs the store. It's called Yoga Lab. We started in 2005. Okay. And until now, I, I did that one, and then I got her involved in yoga. She used to run and do different things, and I used to work in a family business that we ran out of business after 50 years. So my my grandpa also was an entrepreneur. He came from Italy after the war and started alone, you know, in the in a new country, doing aluminum foundry and stuff like that. So I always was seeing people doing things on their own. I never, I just, I just worked like for a year in this Ducati thing. But I told you as as uh, with as a as employee, I never never done it before, and I also was like doing it like three days a week, so it wasn't that that bad anyway. So <laughs> how did I, I could I could hmm. yeah? So how did what happened to Atacama, and then how did it come to be? How how my question goes? Uh, how long was it closed? Because I, I saw yeah. some Instagram uh, your Instagram story, and you were training at your place in between when Atacama was closed. Right. Yeah. Then you yeah. were training at your place, and then you yeah. just opened a Camino, which used to be CrossFit XF. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, yes. right. what's the story? Is kind of a if you can tell us about it a little bit. Well, Dagama started out in uh, in 2010. We started at my home, the same that you saw in the Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. uh, nice, nice, nice to train back by the pool. <laughs> pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. It was pretty good. <laughs> it wasn't that cold though, but still, still it was good. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, in, in Santiago, there's not many places to build a CrossFit and have a CrossFit. So uh, they asked for, my, for the, the place that we had in Atacama. The, the owner wanted it, to, wanted it to do something that at the end was like he ran it to the guys that next door. They had a, a, a sort of a gym and, you know, kind of a treatments for uh, – Stuff like that, a lot of lo lot of mirrors, a lot of lot of curls, and a lot of you know uh, fancy people that really like to see each other working out. I mean, so rich people, and and uh, they they had they had the place for them. They bought it at the end, so we had to we had to go away. Uh, I mean, it was too bad, but we didn't find a place with my partners to go on with Atacama, which I like it a lot, and it was my first experience. And then, uh, since they don't continue, they didn't continue. I moved to my house from uh, October to to January. Uh, uh, during this time, uh, I, 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 you know, I was keep, I, I was keeping, I kept looking for something. At the end, I found it, and. Uh, this guy owns the place where XF was working, mm -hmm. and he told me, "Why don't you, why don't you get that one?" And XF is not going to be CrossFit anymore. They're going to move to a to a different kind of uh, training, more functional, more human movements, and this is this is called like a flow, something flow, animal flow kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. So I said, "Okay, okay, let, let's see it." I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin anybody's life, so. You talk well with him, and he's okay. I move. Otherwise, I'm not gonna move. And everything went 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 fine. And I found that place. And you know, the owner uh, is a is a well, it's a pretty well like you know. Uh, I mean, he managed pretty well all the situations. So finally, we got in. We fit in, and now I'm working there since uh, February. And from uh, March first, we start like 
getting the whole place for us. And XF moved to the back of the property, which is another house that they uh, built up for uh, doing the, his own system now. Okay, nice. Yeah. Quite experienced. I trained there uh, last year. I did a drop-in in XF. That's, that's why I, I, mean, I get to know the place. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah, I was every time I go to Chile, I try to do as many, of course, as many drop-ins as possible. So I've been to Indomables. I was in um, XF. Uh, yeah, don't go. Yeah, too well, much. next time you, you should visit us. Yeah, next go, next time I come in. But is, is, is it? Uh, do you have the feeling? Is it still growing in in Chile with the CrossFit scene? Or yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But you know what? This is like the, the surfer story. I used to surf a little bit. I started surfing like at forty years because I wanted to try something new, and <laughs> it was like five years. And you bought the Porsche. Five years. And a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was five years of, of surfing, you know, and I was like every, leaving every, every, my family back and I went to the beach. We're here is about an hour and a half. So I, I, I just I just got in love with surfing. After a while, you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of it was too much. And, and then I found CrossFit and I started CrossFitting. So I didn't I didn't have to escape from the city to the beach to do my workout, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love so much this. But uh what was the question? Sorry, sorry, sorry. So uh, is, is uh, CrossFit, uh, do you have, is CrossFit ah, growing, like growing yeah. in, in Chile or? So, so this is like, like the surfer tale. You know, you, you go to the beach, it's flat, there's no wave, and you see two guys, you know, in the water, you see, hmm, must, must be, well, maybe it's not that bad. You know, some waves should, should come in, in a while, so let's get in. So you got four guys there. And still, there's no much waves for everybody. And then three more come to the shore say, oh, there are four guys. Must be good. I mean, and you got seven. And they on and on and on. So here's almost, you know, the same. After, after a while, you got 40 guys in the, in the water. There's almost no wave. Everybody's like, you know, peeking to each other because this is my wave and stuff like that. And here in Chile, it's, it's happening and things a little bit like that. A little bit like that because you see, you got... A lot of people that doesn't know how to do a thruster and they are opening a uh, CrossFit affiliate because they did the level one certificate. So, yeah. so it's, uh, I mean, if you really love what you're doing and you're doing well, you're going to endure, you know, all this uh, moment that now is like exploding, you know. And after a while, uh, I wish everybody could, could do well and everybody could, you know, do their own, but... But I I, I kind of have that I kind of have that feeling, I kind of have that feeling, you know. And uh, going for I mean we we've seen we we I usually constantly check how many crosses are in Santiago <laughs> or in yeah. Chile by the way, mm-hmm. um, and you see of course I call uh, last couple of months uh, CrossFit Nirvana, uh, CrossFit uh, there's one in San Carlos de Apoquindo is a new one another one. Cotax uh, yeah the, yeah Cotax the, the Bestias is another one in in, in yeah. Carrera so they're always. Yeah. New CrossFit boxes, like I don't know, like there are like twenty. You got Frontera now. Frontera they just opened, and then there's another guy that used to do weightlifting for me. That's gonna open another one, a new one. So so it's like mushroom so, things. Yeah, my, yeah. My question yeah, is like, it's a few years ago uh, when I was still like five years ago, six years ago. From six years ago, sorry. There's been a mm-hmm. huge change in the perspective of how people doing sports in Chile. So everyone now uh, that yeah. are involved is or doing or running or doing triathlon or everyone's doing yes. sports much more than a couple of years ago i see my yes i see my my female classmates from school they didn't do anything not able to do a push-up and half of them are doing triathlons <laughs> and running and running marathons and stuff yeah. so is there a is, do you see as a big change in how people are involved with sports and they or and how how many people are doing sports in a more active way do you see that yeah, absolutely as a, as a Absolutely, absolutely, and I like that. You know, I like people running and, uh, in the streets, and lots of young people doing mountain biking around Santiago, which is the the, the perfect place for that. Um, also, triathlon, yeah, absolutely. People that never had done a thing in their life, they start like getting swimming lessons for doing a triathlon at the you know next summer. So that's cool, but. I have the feeling that with CrossFit is uh, it's, it's it's happening something. Still, we are the weird ones, the the rare end of uh, of the fitness world. You know, still we are the the fire breathers. Still, we are uh, 
the weird guys that like to, you know, uh, do, I mean, puke at the end, maybe. I never have puke in my life, you know, after a workout anyway. But, you know, we have still a... a we have um, one today. Uh, we have one guy puking today. <laughs> really? <laughs> Talking about it. That's because he's Sweden, so he pushed so hard, you know. No, he was, he, like, was a, he was a pig. It was a, a customer, a free trial, so I don't think he's coming back again. Ah, you did. You, ah, you did. Oh my God. Yeah, he said. You're he, a bad he, man. He said he had bad spinach. Yeah, I, I don't know. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was doing thrusters or what? No, it just uh, was a combination of uh, what was it today? One minute row, one minute wall balls, one minute ring rows, one minute burpee box jumps. Uh, one minute rest for four rounds. That was, oh my God. It was tough, but the guy was a PT, so yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, sh we showed the PT. <laughs> what is PT? Personal trainer? Yeah, it's a personal trainer. Exactly. And uh, he, he really? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, my wife was doing, was working next to him. My wife just had a, like a, a new kid, like two months old. So she doesn't, yeah. done, she's haven't done any CrossFit or anything for the last uh, six months. And she was yeah. perfectly fine with it. And the guy was pure. Oh my God. Yeah. Maybe, well. maybe the guy pushed himself too hard. Yeah. Um, he wanted to I show guess. up. Um, yeah, sure. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so we got those it, here. Oh, we oh it's about all the time. No, but um, so st I'm, I'm, I'm still uh, in the line here of the entrepreneurial thing uh, of life. And where like i mean where do you, where do you get your drive from where, what's your like inner fire to actually do this uh why do you want to do this as a business think? you mean yeah as a business yeah man it's like what else gonna do man? <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna you wear know, a suit and go back to the office you, huh? yeah not wear a suit and go back to the office yeah, man, I can, I can, I can die before I do that, man. I mean, no, no way. Look, I can, I can work out. I mean, I'm in shorts. Look, like now, you know, I wear like tennis shoes every day, man. It's perfect for me. I could, I could, you know, my my kind of dream is like, you know, go to an, to a place, you know, by the, by the beach and live there and kind of south of California or maybe maybe Hawaii. I don't know. Maybe even here, Chile at the beach, which is pretty cold, man, and the winter is pretty hard. But still, you know, uh, I was doing this because it was giving me a kind a way of life that I can maybe do it some somewhere else. And uh, maybe I thought that was gonna give me a little bit of money to go away on the weekends. But you know, now you know, on this, I'm back to this. CrossFit games again, so I don't have any time to go there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any money either. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I just do this because you know it's the only thing I can do, really, really. Okay. I I can. And now with a with a friend of mine, which is a a surgeon, cardiology for the heart, is the best surgery surgery. I mean, a surgeon in Chile. He's my client. He I did CrossFit with him. We are looking into open a, a place that uh, is going to measure. It's going to measure why uh, why you can do hundred you know wall balls in a row. You know we we can we can we wanted to we wanted to explain to uh, to this particular guy if it's endurance, if it's uh, stamina, if it's uh, power, if it's we we, we want to open a place really like looking into into you know get you there but with a scientific analysis and uh and not for pro for pro athletes not, not for that for the regular guy that wants to run a triathlon for the regular guy that wants to go under three hours in the marathon for the regular guy that wants to go under three minutes in fran and stuff like that so maybe that's gonna be fun and uh, i like this guy and we have we're, we, we're pretty good friends he lo he loves motorbikes too, Ducatis also. So, uh, you know, we get along pretty well. Maybe maybe I, we, I can I can start doing that. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's an interesting aspect when you have uh, like a box, is that you obviously get in contact with a lot of people, right? Yes. So yes. I think this is uh, 
something that a lot of box owners uh, experience all over the, the world right now is that Absolutely. you open a box and you meet like all these uh, uh, crazy people that want to go and, and you know have pain for one hour no but it, i mean this is the stereotypical view of it but really it's yeah. it's a certain kind of people that go and, and do this and are motivated and you kind of filter out the people that have some kind of drive yeah and um i mean also what we've discovered is uh just by we're very fresh very new but just mm. from from having very few um people in our box how, how this kind of contact meeting people talking to people even the podcast here talking to like uh, fantastic people from all over the world and, Amazing, yeah. and this kind of connection to share ideas uh, leads to something uh, bigger and like just with the athletes from the box of course you can get more you can get more um clients okay or more members that they yeah. refer yeah. or somebody has a company and you get the company business and so on so if you look at jason kalipa who got in contact with the was it western digital and yeah bam he has to open up 20 gyms in, inside of western G digitals all yeah network a, a network and uh, all amazing. these kind of things that that happened through the box and i mean this kind of thing for you also you get the new idea you, you would never thought about this if you wouldn't meet like one of the best surgeons <laughs> yeah surgeons in in uh in yeah. Chile. and uh, yeah yeah absolutely it's it's amazing now we discussed it with carpoli talking about the power of networking at the end, yeah. so which is yeah. network at the end. It's not that I do something for you because you're going to do something for me, but it's more related yeah. to just connecting with people, having the same interests, which are completely two different ways of life. I mean, uh, box owner with surgeon. Uh, Absolutely. So, yeah, Absolutely. Then, yeah, yeah, I have way more in things in common that we've probably, that you would th thought about before. Yeah. yeah. So that at the end is network. Yeah. Um, I would, one question re related to all this crazy time, opening a box, uh, back to the games, full-time athlete and everything. So how do you escape from daily stress? You don't have much time to do it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So is it just workout? Is it, or is it, is it workout a source of stress in a way? Or, yeah. uh, so what is it? Is it uh, yoga? Is it meditation? Is it religion? Is it family? What is it? How do you try to escape? Uh, I, I take a nap. <laughs> That's good enough. <laughs> I think it up like every day, like half an hour. That's that's my. I, I love you know. I love I love to know that I can do that, and a lot of people can't. You know, <laughs> I can come home and I have lunch, and I just lay down in the at the bed, and you know, I just you know check my phone, read a little bit. I start meditating back again because uh, I think uh, my mind is so powerful that sometimes I can't control it. So. It's pretty crazy one, so I have to, that's why yoga changed my life a lot, 10 years of yoga, because, you know, I really was like in, in, I was in contact with my inner self a lot, so I didn't hear my mind uh, in this, uh, in this path that I, that I walked through 10 years, that it was amazing, and I really changed the way I see things, so it's been lasting a lot, but now that I get stressed with opening a box, and I get stressed a little bit, with uh with competing on the games uh i was i was i thought and this i really like i'm saying it for the first time like in, in an open way i thought that this year was going to be easier to go to the games but it's really been more difficult and there are some five or eight guys that came from the from the from the division uh 40 40 yeah 45 to 49 <laughs> they're really kicking ass so i thought i was going to I was going to be able to win this year and it's getting tough, man. I don't know. I don't know. I, I always go better on the, on the, on the quality because it's more CrossFit than, than cardio things and it's more heavy and I do well with heavy stuff, but you know, I mean, it's going to be tough, man. I mean, and that stressed me a lot. Uh, I'm pretty stressed about that, but anyway, uh, meditation is going to help me with that. I know it's going to help. So I started like last week 
back in, you know, sitting a little bit, 10 minutes and getting in contact with that space that really like helped me a lot during the games, you know, even during the games, at the games, you know, really like they're waiting, you know, 15 minutes before the, at the tunnel, 15 minutes before the workout, I was there sad, you know, everybody was like going around and looking to the monitors and hearing the crowd outside. I was there sad, you know, and that helped me a lot. So, so that's going to release a lot of tension. So, so, um, just to, um, to get, to pick your mind on this, how, how do you, how do you do or perform your meditation? Do you, uh, have a special, uh, to get into that mode of, focusing your mind do you have a, some kind of special technique for that yeah i mean i mean not special but it's pretty simple man i mean meditation you don't have to see special things you don't have to be in a temple you don't have to have sit being sat in lotus you know you don't need that you just need to stay calm down you know you can you can sit on on your on your couch you can sit on the chair you know straight back and then you know focus on your uh, breathing and focus on the on the on the reading before and then see what's going on in your mind your mind is like a like like going to the movie man it's just like we're right there and then starts the movie and then every all your life start going through you know one eye to the other one and then this this screen you have and suddenly the screen you know gets in white and those are the moments that you really touch meditation you, you, it's not about sitting and meditate meditations occurs when you really, when you really live, you know your mind go anywhere, and you're looking at it, and so, and and then your mind stops suddenly, and then meditation occurs. But a lot of people said, "I meditate." No, you don't meditate. You try to meditate. It's just so different, you know. You just spoke with with Buddhist people, and and they tell you this. I mean, I'm not. This is I, I didn't find out about this. They told me years ago when when I started doing this. So come down, and you know, it's pretty simple. Uh, even more, we are we are from 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 Westerners, so we are not we are not arise with with this kind of things in in our daily daily routine. So it's even more difficult for for us to you know sitting in lotus, our our hips are not open, and do all that kind of stuff that they do. And the, in in the Western side, they try to re, 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 do it do it the same way. We're so different. I mean, Westerners were so screwed up in that way. So. We really have to go back to basics and just follow, you know, at least those those <clears throat> those little uh, procedures that are gonna let you, you know, just watch what is going on. You know, you you, you can act too much there, you know. And people people is in general they, they 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 go to meditate and they feel they say I meditate. I mean, it's not like running. It's not like working out. It's so subtle. It's so subtle. So. Sometimes you, you see it and it's like like the worst time of your life. It's even worse than a than a workout because your mind is so like wind up with with shit and goes and goes on. But if if it's like it's like a bad day training, you have to sit there and watch it. Don't 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 stand up. Just watch it. You know, and that's gonna help you a lot because you're gonna see what is really going on. You know what is really going on. What what is really going on outside here? Sometimes you you don't get. You, you, you don't get to see that, you know, you don't get to see why you're behaving in, in a bad mood with your clients or, or, or athletes in your class or why you're, you know, in a bad mood with your wife and stuff like that. If you stop and see, you're going to, you're going to say, you're going to be okay. That this is happening. You know, this is really happening. So for me, that is meditation. So do, do you, um, do you, do you talk about it, uh, anything to your, um, like to your members or so, um, or no, is, is, no. Is, is, or like if I say, so what ha usually happens when you when you have a box and so on, and you're a coach, I think, in general, mm. is that a lot of people start to ask you questions. How, how should I get my life into a better path? What should I do? Uh, uh, my wife is uh, yelling at me. My kids are like this, and yeah. this is happening. Yeah, there's a lot of guidance. People ask for a lot of guidance in life, more than yeah, you, just, you just you just open a box of to uh, hope it to just give them some advice on the physical part of their life or fitness part of life, and they come with uh, what should how should I do this or how do I, I have yeah. what's my diet or how should I rest or how should I yeah, should I, yeah. I, I, do, I know how to perform a couple of things that I'm not a master of my, of my absolutely life. absolutely so 
yeah, people yeah. look people look for guidance. That's what I think. And as yeah, coaches, coach. you get so deep into it, and then whoa, suddenly you're giving advice yeah. that yeah, way too personal probably, and sharing a lot of personal uh, feelings and stuff with people. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, regarding meditation, I was, um, I'm so, uh, how to say, I, I'm. I'm so not this uh, yoga type or not the meditation guy, um, I thought. <laughs> but yeah. then I just, just through a, I started with just doing through an app to, to start with meditation through an app, which cool. sounds ridiculous, cool. right? So it's yeah, so yeah, far I mean, away. From real gets real as gets real as as that. I mean, yeah. So, but it's it's really, um, really what I noticed was that okay, as you said, this is we live in a Western society. Okay, so what can I do here that suits me? What that really does work? Because uh, yeah, to sit myself in a lotus position, I'm working on mobility, but. Hey, I, I went last week to uh, uh, to this uh, Vietnamese restaurant. Had to sit in the Lotus for uh, for oh, one okay. half or one and a half hours, I and, I, I, and my, my hip was screwed for two days. <laughs> I couldn't walk because yeah, it was, your knees, man. Yeah, my knees yeah. okay, but my hip was screwed. But through this app, just I I I can relate to what you're talking about with the scenery and uh, seeing your thoughts and everything and. Um, I know I started to talk, I always talk too much uh, about my experiences, so I, I think so I can understand what I've been doing. So I started to talk to Ferrara about, yeah, hey, start, let's start to meditate. Yeah, I downloaded the app, I haven't started using it. <laughs> I, just, I just go like, he says, yeah, 10 minutes before, before breakfast, between, between bed and the shower, just go 10 more yeah, minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. 10 more 10 minutes, minutes in bed, it's like yeah. invaluable. Too much of a yeah, so it. so now it's ten minutes of meditation, ten minutes of mobility, mobility yeah, ten minutes of flossing, ten minutes. Of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, flossing. Yeah. Two kids is too much of a way. Just no, no time for it. Yeah. So and exactly <laughs> at the same time, you have the kids, you have the wife, you have the box, you have the uh, everything going on at the same time. Uh, how do you manage that with the like the, the daily routines with also because I, I mean of course now to be like in, in competition and be a competitor you have to get into a modus of okay my time is somehow the priority right yeah it's been difficult I, I, I had I had to ask my my the people that I'm working with my team my coaches the most, uh, the most near me, like my wife, two coaches, and an, another girl that is working with me, which is my client. But now we're friends, and he's, uh, he's helping me with the, with the clients and accounting and all that. And all, all four, they got along. We got, we have a meeting. We have a, a meeting every, every Thursday at twelve. And they, I told them that if I wanted to go to a games uh, because it's good for our box too, you know, it's a good publicity and stuff marketing uh i had to have i have to have less you know responsibilities and less things to do and they and they agree and they are doing a lot of a lot of stuff that I, that i was doing you know uh and, and this is gonna be at, at least until the the quali which is at the end of april so uh i've been having a lot of time since uh since march 1st and uh, I, I'm, I'm in, you know, the first workout that I did, 17.1, I screwed up because I was doing thousand things. I went to, you know, to the, to, I went on Friday after the announcement to do the workout. I was leading with the guy that is like, was like, like fixing the, the rig and putting the, the rig, I mean, the power, I mean, the, the pull-up rig and the squat rig. I was like, five minutes before, okay, you want here, you want it there, or you want it over there? I was like that. So, Completely you know, I, I, I realized that I was, I, I was going to screw up. So I was going to screw up. So I asked this, my team to help me. Otherwise, I was not, gonna, was not going to be able. For example, today, I was doing 16-4 like three hours ago. And there were two guys, you know, fixing the style mats that I just style mats for the floor that I just got from China, and uh, I I didn't take 
too much that didn't take take too much of my time and and the nervous system because you know they took care of that you know otherwise i would be like looking okay this is not well done and and you gotta do it here you gotta do it there you know how, how much it's gonna cost and you know stuff like that so uh they've been do- helping me a lot and this is the, it's the only way if if i have to get care of that i have to say goodbye to the games yeah yeah, it's too too demanding, man. This is too demanding. People doesn't doesn't understand sometimes. Okay, you're an old guy, but you know I I train two hours, maybe three hours, but after that I'm exhausted, man. I have to I have to rest. It's not I'm not not I have I'm not rich fronting as you were saying of South America or whatever. <laughs> that guy trains two hours and then go have a little have a little uh, shake. You know, kisses her wife and come back and do two hour, yeah, two more okay. hours, and and maybe it's gonna perform better than the the, the first session. You know? Yeah, I was I was I was reading a couple of months ago that the the big problem, the big difference between uh, like a twenty year old and a plus forty plus forty five year old is recovery time, yeah. which is not yeah. nothing new about it. So there was there's still a possibility for a f- over forty five year old guy to improve their marks and to, and to get better than the twenty year old. He just has to train twice as much, and yeah. with, with double recovery time, it takes you like instead of one year to improve your deadlift, let's say, it will take you two yeah. years to do it. So yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a, it's lower. It's you can be done, but yeah, of course, you, you need a double rest. You need to take your breaks. Yes, I mean you need to rest. Yeah. Have you proved, uh, for example, you compare yourself for the last couple of years? Have you seen improvements in your physical performance? Regarding weightlifting, um, Metcon times, and yeah, things like that. I mean, I mean, this has been a, a weird <laughs> open because I train. I I just you know, I just kick my butt a whole year of training. I've been training. Last year I did come train. This year I'm training with Marcelo Bruno, which is like he's going fourth in yeah, the open category. He's doing amazing. Yeah. But he's pretty good on on weightlifting and 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 he's been giving me a lot of training for my muscle ups and handstand push ups. But I've been growing a lot. I'm I'm much more heavier than last year. I can move a lot, lot of more more weight. I can snatch more. I can clean more. But uh, for example, in seventeen point point four, I did two three reps less than last year. So. So I'm. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'm maybe I'm too tired. Maybe I've been training too much. I'm too big, you know. But I'm strong too. So I'm waiting for the quality to really have an idea of if I'm better or not than last year. If you ask me about the open this year, it's been much worse than last year. I mean, I've, I've not been doing pretty good for me. I mean, even in seven point three, I I I got five in the world. That was good. Last year I had a second in the world in in, in 16.2, and this year uh, I have 120 something points. At at this time last year I had like 40 points or 70 points, no more than that. So, so I mean, yeah, there are more guys from uh, from the category down down. Mm-hmm. There are there are really good, but uh, I don't know yet. I'm, I feel pretty strong. I can move a lot of more weight, uh, but something is going on with my nervous system that I don't feel it. That is like when I want to push, I can't push. I don't. I don't have the drive, the internal drive to push. Okay. Maybe too much things around. You know, as I've been telling you, yeah. too much, too much stuff going on. You know, with opening a box, it's not easy. You guys know out of that. You know, I've been doing this alone. So you, in in partners, it's much more different. Last year when I was in Atacama, I had two partners. So they would, they they would. I I I walk in the door of my box last year in Atacama, and I wasn't working. I was there, and I was I was I was gonna do I was going to do my 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 event, you know. Mm-hmm. I was I was gonna wanna do the workout. Now I get into my box, and I I I the first thing I I do is like taking care of what is going on in here, you know. Yeah. It's so different the energy, so. Hopefully it, it'll change. It'll change and things will settle down. But I don't know yet. I don't know. Okay. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure I'm going to make it to the games, but it's going to be tough. So, so uh, I'm curious. How, how how big are you? How tall are you? I'm one. I'm one seventy. One seventy four. Okay. 
Uh, and I weigh almost, I weigh 200 pounds now. Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's kind of kind of heavy, heavy load for for that uh, size. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but you're in in the. I think that's the like the almost the perfect size for being a CrossFitter. Somewhere there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, between between that and one and one and one one eighty, is yeah. is a pretty good size. Above that is is start getting stuff. Yeah, yeah it's the other side of it. <laughs> yeah, one eighty five on one ninety. Yeah, I'm 193, so I'm 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 uh, I'm suffering when it's a uh, body weight workout. Yeah, but but the master that bet me last year, you know, Ron Ortiz, he's 198, I think. Yeah. You know, if you see, you know, and he's a monster though. No, he's but, a monster. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's huge. He's been working out for lot lots of years. He's been competing for more years than me. But last year I could have I could have done it if I, I you know the first event I screwed up. <laughs> it was for that. You know, that really got me back and you know, it was too bad, man. I could I didn't I didn't I didn't do uh rope climbing because my butt was so short. It was three meters. <laughs> so I always did legless and then I started doing legless at the game. It was huge, it was almost five meters, so I burned out. So. <laughs> The, fr the frowny type of rope, uh, rope climb is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, the connections. Kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, uh, what do you what do you hope to see for uh, for as an open workout here, the the last one? I would I would like to see some I don't know some cleans and overhead squats, <laughs> pretty heavy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go to the strengths. Yeah, yeah, and toe to bar. Bar, but we, we already had total bar, so we're not going to have maybe, yeah, a ring muscle ups. I would love to see those too. You said you said something about thrusters before, so I, I think, I think yeah, we're, we're going to have them. Yeah. We're, we're gonna have them. I, I think we're going to have thrusters and double unders, and then we're going to have muscle ups. Yeah. Ring yeah. muscle ups. Yeah, probably. Um, I think we cover a lot of topics, we have a lot of uh, very good conversation. Um, I think it's important to be uh, like we would like to go through like this Q quick Q and A. Uh, yeah. We we'll just say well, one word or one thing, and you just uh, whatever first thing comes to mind, so you can just we yeah. can have a better idea of it. So um, uh, the first thing it comes is uh, Marco Casali. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an enjoyer. Enjoy, enjoy. Uh, very good. <laughs> Okay, so best workout or movement? Best overhead squats. I like them. Yeah, overhead squats. Uh, power song. Power. Power song. song. Wh which is the power song? The song that you say, okay, this is my song. This is I'm gonna nail this workout. Yeah, last last year I was going with with uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, <laughs> all of them are, are good. But this year I'm going with Dire Straits. I'm older, man. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we, yeah. we have we have an on the open list. Every every member that does every person that drop in member whatever that does uh, workout in the open mm -hmm. can have one song in the open power in the open list. So we yeah. it goes through Bon Jovi to <laughs> I don't know one guy did a. Emo thing, punk rock, like yeah, 17, oh my God. seventeen year old guys. The, like, oh yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, the thing that I hate that I'm never gonna hear is is this this Latin thing, reggaeton and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. No, I hate that, it, man. That, that doesn't go in our <laughs> box somewhere. <laughs> I hate it, man. Okay. Oh um, favorite food. Favorite food. Uh, I like sweets. <laughs> <laughs> So you you don't follow, do you don't have a like a special diet plan uh, since you're yeah I do absolutely yeah. Because, absolutely I do I do a lot of lot of paleo paleo kind of stuff but I've been I've been eating a lot of carbs I did a lot of uh, I do a lot of uh, a sweet potato which yeah. is called camote here in Chile it's pretty good yeah 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 um, finally what does it mean love that's a good one. Um, so, what was the last book you read? I'm reading this one. Look, the original. Yeah, very good one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, and on also, my, it's on my list. And also, and also, as uh, you know, uh, this guy uh, Borges also used to yeah, say, yeah. the Argentinian poet. I do a lot of re re reading. So 
I don't read this one. This one. Je Joseph Campbell. Oh, yeah. I love this one. Um, ah, and also this one too. This one I read every, 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 all, all the time. I like tarot, so I this, read, read this guy a lot. I do a lot of tarot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really like it. Um, yeah, we have the last book. Uh, motivation, where does it come from? Motivation comes from, uh, you know, in, uh, in the Indian tradition, you have one word called sankalpa. Sankalpa is like the is like the word or the or the idea that really gives meaning to your life, and for me it's like evolution. You know, for me it's like keep walking. That's why El Camino. For me it's like you know, uh, being wise until the last, being wiser until the last day you die, until the last day you know you're alive. So motivation comes from being wiser. So yeah, that. That's kind of segues me into what would you say is your like top three um, ways of get, getting happy? Uh, doing what doing what I like, staying with the people I like, and be free. Yeah, and being on the road, right? So. Yeah, Do, doing yeah, that's, the journey. That's next. <laughs> doing what you like with the people you love, being free. Yeah, yeah. that's good. That's good. Think. Yeah. Um, uh, just a short one. What was your friend time? My friend time was like, I mean, there's a lot of time that since I did, uh, I did three three twenty something or three thirty four, I think. But uh, maybe today I'm um, um, I'm close to three minutes. Okay. Three minutes, maybe maybe less than that. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna redo it in one year, so <laughs> have to see. Let's see how the owner. What, what is your time? Uh, it's uh, two nine uh, two fifty nine. So. Ah, no. good. No, good. it's not. <laughs> it, I I I I think I had. Uh, let's see. I did it. It's time ago, but five I five minutes, but I improved from like my first first friend I ever did was fourteen minutes, and then down oh to my five. God. So, yeah. first time I did was nine, and then five, <laughs> and then came down to three and a half. So yeah, yeah I done it twice so to the uh, yeah. last time. What's your time? Uh, last time was four minutes. Good. Yeah, you're pretty good. I'm Under four is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but it, no, I didn't puke afterwards, but it was pretty much. Yeah, Fran, I'll, 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 I'll always got you. Yeah, yeah Fran, Fran yeah. killed you. Um, one important thing, uh, and I think it's, we're almost getting to the end of it, uh, but uh, and this is something we ask, uh, we like to ask and remember, but it's very personal, but still, it's mm. how would you like to be remembered by your loved ones? Uh, and you say enjoy, which is, yeah, yeah. of course, uh, but yeah. in a way, um, we are a little bit more of uh, what's the example you try to you pull your kids out of it? And is it that related to the way, it, I think I, I think life, oh, let me just rephrase that. Yeah. I yeah. think kids do what they see and know what they, you told them to do, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. how would you like to be remembered or your kids to behave? It's a little bit what I just told you guys uh, that you know you have to look for your your the the for me it's pretty the purpose in life you have to really live out of the purpose your real purpose purpose in life you know and and feel it feel it deep 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 inside it's not about party maybe it could be I don't know maybe you're gonna be a DJ or something but my purpose in life is like being happy and do what makes me happy and do what makes me makes me wiser and and you know in that way i can you know feel love feel love if if i'm doing things that i don't like and i be I'm, i get bitter and i get bad and i don't feel good so so doing things that i can enjoy and then give it to somebody else you know to do it and make make them try that and live and have a better life if if that is what they're looking for because i don't want to i don't want everybody to do what i do because sometimes you get people that hate doing CrossFit or hate doing fitness or hate doing this kind of fitness, you know, but if I can help any, somebody doing this and get them to be a better human, you know, I feel amazing doing that, you know, and, and that, that, that's a little bit my purpose, doing this 
because I want to pass it on, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think we we kind of are at the end of this this time of this uh, podcast, which has been uh, really, uh, yeah, a, a really really good conversation. I think, and I, I I really enjoyed to get a face and a get get into the head of of Marco, um, and I really hope also that. Uh, the listeners also can get some some good ideas from this, uh, yeah. which I believe they do. And um, yeah, I we we really really hope you kick kick ass this time at the games. Oh man, you have you have two fans there, in Germany ass. here. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks, guys. There's a, there's a small Chilean clique here at the box, so it's <laughs> we're supporting from here. Yeah, I uh, wish some maybe maybe can go and see you guys sometimes. Yeah, well, uh, it would be yeah. great. More than welcome to join us every time you want. Yeah, um, my, uh, my next 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 trip is gonna be to Santiago. But yeah, um, you're so welcome. So let me know. Yeah, December I'm there. So December this great. year. Great. Really great. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're gonna um, end this podcast. And for you listening to this podcast or looking at this video over there. Um, just remember to find find your inner peace find what makes you happy and, <laughs> and, and uh, share on Marco for the games bye thank you thanks Marco thank you guys bye.